All right. Good morning. How are y'all doing today? All right. Well, my name is Tyler Mahaffey, and I work with Compassion International and the Compassion Mobile Experience. Let me just say that we are excited to be here this morning. We have been here all weekend, and it's been a really great time. I know I've got to meet a lot of you already who have come through the mobile experience, got to meet a few folks this morning. We've even had some folks already stopping out at our table to ask more about Compassion and to ask more about sponsorship. So it's already been a great weekend. It's been a great morning. And uh, for that, we are very thankful. I see a few of you out there who still don't know who we are, so I want to take a few moments this morning to plug that. And uh, basically, Compassion International is a ministry that exists to release children from poverty in Jesus' name. And the Jesus' name part is very important because there's a lot of stuff that goes on that helps folks overseas, that does a lot of great works. But we do not want to forget the Jesus' name part of what Compassion does. So we, as Compassion, we seek to meet folks' physical needs, but also their spiritual needs. And the way we do that is through child sponsorship. So Compassion currently exists in 26 different countries. And uh, child sponsorship is basically a $38 a month commitment to invest in the life of a child overseas. And that $38, that goes a long way overseas. It goes towards meeting any of the needs that the child may have, anything that may be keeping them from growing up to be happy happy, healthy, and successful. So it's going to go towards making sure they can go to the doctor, making sure they can have the medical care they need, medicines, shots, dental care. It's going to go towards education, food, clothing, anything that's preventing that kid from growing up successfully. That's what your money is going to go towards preventing. And uh, compassion has existed since the time of the Korean War. So we've been around for a long time. It started with an American pastor who went over during the war to do some ministry, to work with folks over there. And he saw the great need in this war-torn country. He saw kids who didn't have parents, families who didn't have food to give to their children. So he started Compassion International. And once he got it started, he also saw that beyond just needing food, beyond needing clothing, beyond needing education, these children, they also needed emotional love, care, and support. And that's where the sponsorship came into play. So I always like to say, yeah, it's a $38 a month commitment, but it's also a commitment to be praying for this child, to be writing them letters. We really emphasize that. If you sign up for Compassion, you can write letters to your child, you can send them things through the mail, and you're guaranteed to hear back from them at least four times a year. So over the course of this child, as they're growing up, you're really gonna get to know them, build a relationship with them, and you're gonna be able to invest in them. Let them know that there's somebody halfway across the world in Kentucky that's praying for them, that believes in them, and that has hope that they're gonna grow up and be successful. And just that right there, that that changes that kid's heart, it changes their life. Um, So sponsorship does a lot for these children. How can you sponsor? Great question. So as you came in in the foyer, you probably saw our table set up. And I see a ton of folks already out here today with blue Compassion shirts on. So after the service, when you leave, go by those tables, grab somebody in a blue shirt, ask them what Compassion Sponsorship's all about. They would love to walk you through the process. But we've got packets back there on the table. Right here, this is Miguel, and he is in Peru. He was born on April 14th. 2011. So you can go back there. You can find a child who has a birthday that's close to yours, a date that connects with you, a country that you might be familiar with. Open up the packet. You can read more information about the child. You get to know them. And then we have one card inside that you fill out, and that's how you sign up for sponsorship. Um, 
I know some folks, $38 might be a lot, and we understand that. You can also sponsor. You can sponsor as a family. Maybe you have a Sunday school class or a community group, a sports team. Maybe a couple families in a neighborhood want to go in together and sponsor a child. That's great. It doesn't have to be one individual sponsoring. You know, it can be an entire group. Um, But we're just really excited to be here, to be able to promote compassion, the work that we're doing. So when you leave, stop by the table. At least just ask some questions, get more familiar with us. And we ask that you continue to pray for the ministry ministry of compassion. We're so excited to be here to begin partnering with you guys in your church because we're excited about what God is doing and we need y'all to come alongside of us, pray for us and continue to support the ministry of compassion. Like I said, we're in 26 countries. We have 1.7 million children who are currently involved in the compassion program. So there's a lot of need out there and we can see that God is already doing great things, changing 1.7 million lives. Um, Also, I want to take just one second to plug the mobile experience. You probably saw the trailer out back. Make sure you come by and go through the mobile experience because that will change your life. If you've ever been overseas, you have seen the great need that folks have. Go through the mobile experience. You're going to get an iPod. You get a headset. You actually get to walk through two different stories and have a child tell you about how they were able to overcome poverty through the help of compassion and through God working and moving in their life. So we want you to come through that at the end of the mobile experience. We also have packets in there that you can, you can read more about kids. You can sign up for sponsorship there. But we're just so thankful to be here this weekend and to be able to partner with you as a church. And uh, we just ask you to continue to pray for compassion and uh, Before I sit down, I'm going to plug. We're going to show a video next. It's called The Wait is Over. And that video is just going to show you the impact that your sponsorship could have. So I'm going to sit down and we're going to roll this video. Thank you so much for having us. Saya itu PPA paling 
anaknya kalau saya lihat selama saya mengajar anaknya pintar dan priang ceria dan sering tidak bolos masuk BBA pertama saya merasa bangga sekali Pak karena proses perubahan kita melihat dari penampilan mereka karena apa yang kami lakukan bukan hanya dengan kata-kata tapi perbuatan nyata baik terima kasih fungsi papan data anak untuk mengetahui anak-anak yang terdaftar di TPA berapa seluruhnya berapa yang dapat sponsor dan berapa yang belum punya sponsor Ketika mereka menceritakan isi surat seperti itu, anak-anak merasa luar biasa bahwa itu tidak bisa dibayangin seperti itu. Mungkin pikirnya ya sekedar komunikasi saja, tetapi lebih daripada itu kedekatannya lebih dekat sekali. Dan saya berterima kasih kepada Tuhan yang bisa memberikan sponsor kepada anak sebagai anak dan bapak 
dan saya berterima kasih kepada Confession sebagai jembatan yang dapat menghubungkan yang ada di seberang bisa menjadi satu. Itu kebanggaan saya dan saya merasa senang sekali. I love that. Isn't that good? Man, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Hey, um, hey, we're going to pray, uh, but I just love that video. I love that. I love the video where we get to watch, just follow a child's journey as they're waiting on that sponsor because I believe that there are kids around the world and you don't know them and they don't know you yet, but they have been waiting for you. Okay, so you, if, you, if you open up your heart today, if you will open up your heart, God could do something in your life today that you have never experienced, and you will never be the same. All right, no hype at all. If you'll just open up your heart to what God might want to do in you and your family right now. All right, so let's, uh, let's pray together right now. God, I just thank you so much that your heart is so big. Your heart, your love for the world is so great. And God, you are opening up our hearts today. You're opening up our minds Today, because God, it's so easy just to get caught up in our own world and, and our own jobs and, and what's happening with, uh, with our own little circle and on Facebook and on you know, Snapchat and Twitter and Instagram and at school and at home. And it's just so easy to get caught up and to think that's it. And God, it's not it. There's, there's a world out there. And, and Jesus, you love the world. And you are calling us to have bigger hearts today. You're calling us to have open eyes open minds to what you might want to do. So God, just bless our time here today. And I pray that, God, you would just do something supernatural for the person that's coming and they're still kind of closed off to maybe what they see happening here. Just break down every barrier that might be in this room right now, Holy Spirit, and have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, today is our very first ever Compassion Sunday. I have honestly been excited about this Sunday, honestly, for the whole year. I've been looking forward to today because I am absolutely 100% sold on Compassion International. And I'll tell you why I'm sold. It's because in 2014, I got invited to be a part of a Compassion International vision trip. And uh, they took me, a team of pastors and church leaders from all across the country, they took me to Bolivia, uh, to Cochabamba, Bolivia. Uh, if you've been through the Compassion Experience, you walk through Cochabamba. I've been there, and it's unbelievable, uh, just the accuracy that you're going to see out there. If not, I'll talk about that uh, more, a second, more in a second if you haven't been through the Compassion Experience. But I got to go to, to Bolivia with, uh, with a, about 25, 30 other people, and, and just to see what Compassion does. I love Compassion because it's connected to the local church, rooted in the local church, and I'm going to talk more about it in just a second, but they, are, they have been in these countries for decades, giving uh, spiritual help, emotional help, physical help, education. Uh, they are holistic in their approach for what they're doing for kids and for families. And so we were there, and uh, we had been there for about three or four days, and they came to us in uh, one of the uh, churches where they have a compassion program there in Cochabamba, and they said, we've got some kids here that you're going to meet uh, later on. All these kids are sponsored, but about seven or eight have never been sponsored before. And you would have thought all these uh, pastors were all going to get in fistfights trying to sponsor kids first. And so I want to show you this picture here. Uh, this is uh, me. 
there in Bolivia, and the little boy uh, there, his name's Armando, and so I got to, my family and I, we sponsor Armando, got to meet him and hang out with him, play soccer uh, with him, he totally whooped my tail, and uh, that's his dad, and what's really cool is, uh, just like Tyler was saying, my family and I, we get to, we get to write letters to Armando, and we've uh, just built a relationship with him, his picture's on our refrigerator, and he writes us, and, and we write him, the last letter we wrote, my kids asked, uh, Armando, do you like Star Wars? because I'm raising them right, and, um, and it's, just, it's just awesome to get to talk to them. It's just, and they, and they send you pictures, you can send birthday cards, Christmas uh, birthday presents, Christmas presents, all kinds of different things, and so, uh, but I'm going to talk more about, more about it in just a second. Here's all I want you to see today in just a few more minutes we got left. All I want you to see today is that one small act can make a big difference, Okay? I just want you to get that one thing in your mind today, that one small act really can make a really big difference, all right? So I want you to open up your Bible to Matthew chapter 25, all right? Matthew 25, verses 31 through 46. If you got a Bible with you, go ahead and open it up on your phone. If you got an actual copy of the Word of God, just go ahead and crack that open. If not, you don't have anything, don't sweat it. Uh, the words are always on the screen behind us, okay? So Matthew 25, uh, 31 through 46 and uh, I'm going to go ahead and read this. It's, uh, this is, G- this is uh, Jesus, when the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, then he will sit, Jesus will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations, and he will separate people, one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep on his right, but the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, come, You who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you drink? And when do we see you a stranger and welcome you or naked and clothe you? And when do we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, truly I say to you, as you did to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. And then he will say to those on his left, depart from me, you cursed into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me. Naked and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them saying, truly I say to you, as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment. But the righteous into eternal life. This is one of the hardest passages in the New Testament. Not because it's hard to understand. It's actually really easy to understand. It's one of the hardest passages in the New Testament because it's one of the hardest passages to swallow. And what Jesus is doing is Jesus is painting a picture. Your Bible might say it. Mine says it in italic letters over above that section. The final judgment. So Jesus is telling us what the final judgment will be like. And, and what Jesus says is Jesus, uh, Jesus is going to separate all of humanity into two groups. And you're sitting there and you're thinking, well, who gives him the authority to do that? Nobody gave him the authority. He has it on himself. He has it inherently in himself. He is God. God can do that. All right? And so Jesus separates all of humanity. You and I will be there. Your kids will be there. Your grandparents will be there. The famous and the infamous, they will all be there. And all of humanity will be separated into one of two groups, the sheep and the goats. And what's shocking 
is what Jesus says to the people who are in these groups. Watch this. I want to read verse 34 again. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. In other words, Jesus says to these people on his right, Listen, guys, welcome to heaven. I went and I prepared a place for you. You're going to spend eternity with me. Welcome into it. I'm so excited. And it's the next thing that kind of throws a huh into the whole mix. Watch this. Verse 35. For See, that's a connecting word. That's a connecting word. Every time you see that word for in the Bible, most, times, most of the time what it means is because of what is just said, I'm now about to say something else, and they are linked together. So welcome to heaven. I've prepared a place for you, and you get to come in because of what I'm going to say now. I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. See, that's weird. And listen, you ought to feel that it's weird, all right? If, you're, if you go to church, if you know the Bible a little bit, you ought to feel that it's weird. Because you would expect Jesus to not say that. You would expect instead Jesus to say, wouldn't you, wouldn't you? You would expect Jesus to say, wouldn't you, welcome to heaven, a place I have prepared for you, and you get to come in for I died for your sins, you realized that you had sinned against me, you asked me to forgive you for your sins, you gave your life to me, I became your Lord and Savior, and because you asked me to save you, welcome to heaven. Right? You would expect Jesus to say that. So, so what's happening here? Well, what's going on? Well, let's tell you, let's, let me tell you what's not going on. Jesus is not saying that these people go to heaven and you and I go to heaven because we do good things. Because we see somebody that's hungry and we give them food. We see somebody that's naked and we give them clothes. That's not at all what Jesus means, okay? And listen, the reason we know Jesus doesn't mean that is because that's not the gospel, okay? That is not the gospel. The gospel, the good news of salvation that we talk about every single week here, the gospel really is that Jesus has actually paid it all for our salvation, so that if you and I come to him, no matter where we've been or what we've done, if we ask Jesus to forgive us for our sin, to come into our life and save us and be our Lord, he absolutely will do that. He will absolutely save us, give us the hope of eternal life. We'll become his son or his his daughter for all of eternity. And so listen, if you've never made that decision, nothing needs to stop you from making that decision today. You need to do that more than anything else. You need to give your life to Jesus today. But listen to me, watch this. We are totally wrong. If we think we can ask Jesus to save us and there's not going to be real transformation in our lives. Right? We are totally wrong. If we think that we can ask Jesus, Jesus, save me, be my Lord, and then that only kicks in on Sunday, but over here is the rest of my life. Listen, we are totally wrong if we think we can ask Jesus to save us, and it won't lead to real transformation, specifically the way we treat people. Even more specifically, the way we treat the poor. Did you know there are 560 verses in the Bible about the poor? 
560, it's because God's heart beats. God loves those who cannot maybe have the opportunity. They were t- like the compassion kids we're talking about today. Those who may not have the opportunity or ability to speak up for themselves, to defend themselves, to stand on their own. And so God loves the weak. God loves the widow. God loves the hurting. God loves, the Bible calls them, the alien, the outcast. God loves the poor. And where an opportunity arises, you and I, as God's people, should step in. See, Jesus isn't saying, hey, listen, welcome to heaven because you did good things. No, Jesus is saying, the reason you did something good in Jesus' name is because I gave you a new heart. It's because there was transformation from the inside out. The Bible talks this way all over, by the way. Watch this, James chapter 2, I believe it's going to be on the screen here, James chapter 2 Verses 14 through 20 says this. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also, faith by itself, if it does not have works, is what? Dead. If it doesn't lead to a changed life, it doesn't lead to transformation. It's no good. It's not real. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works and I'll show you my faith by my works. Watch this next verse. You believe that God is one, you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Do you want to be shown, you foolish person, that faith apart from works is useless? I think there's one more verse there, maybe. I don't know. All right, here's, here's the main point. The main point is simply this. Faith without works, without a changed life, faith, that kind of faith is not real faith because real faith always leads to transformation, See, if Christianity is just a bunch of facts, stuff that we believe, it's just information in our head, then the devil is a really good Christian. Isn't that what verse 19 says? Look at verse 19. It says, even, it says you believe that God is one? That's great. Even the demons believe there is one God. They go above a lot of people. They believe that and shudder. Why? Because they know that in the end God wins, Right? See, Christianity is not just facts in our heads. It's facts, it's faith in certain things that have happened that lead to a changed life. You fed me because I gave you a new heart. And see, so if Jesus is on the inside, Jesus, what he's showing us in this passage and in the 560 verses about the poor in the Bible, God is saying to us, listen, listen, we can't ignore it. Can't just kind of turn our head and hope that somebody else does something. No, if God gives us the opportunity, then you and I should do something. And today, we have an opportunity to do something. And listen to me, listen to me. I've heard it this week. I know there are needs in this community. I know that. I know there are kids with needs in this community. I know there are families who are hurting in this community. But Jesus said in Matthew 28, go to the world. In Acts chapter 1 verse 8, Jesus says that when the Holy Spirit comes, he will give you power to be witnesses all over the world. John 3, 16, some of you have taken your shirt off at a UK game, painted it on your chest, right? John 3, 16, we all know it. God loves the what? World. You know what? God is a global God. And see, we don't get the luxury of picking one over the other. No, if we are God's people, if God our Father loves the world, then what? So do we. If God our Father loves the world, then so do we. And so today, you have an opportunity to do something. 
And that's something I'm challenging our church today is to join with compassion and to sponsor a child for $38 a month. You know, one of, the re- one of the reasons I said earlier I love compassion is because compassion isn't a handout. So maybe that's what you're thinking today. Oh, this is just a handout for these kids, or this is just some kind of feeding program. No, it's not. Compassion is a holistic approach. That $38 a month, all of it goes to the kids that you sponsor, and every single bit of that, it goes to their spiritual needs, so they're taught the Word of God, but also it goes to their education, it goes to their physical needs, it goes to, the, goes to their family. So this is a holistic approach that provides and makes a difference in the lives of these kids. And when you sponsor a kid, you're going to begin to build a relationship with them. They'll write you letters. You can write them back. They'll become a part of your family. And so maybe you're sitting there and you're thinking, man, that sounds great, but does this really make a difference? I mean, does this really make a difference in a child's life? Over the long haul, I could answer that, but I'd rather show it to you. So I want you to watch this video that we're going to bring. Go ahead and turn the lights down, turn the audio up. I want you to watch this video here. My earliest recollections is finding myself at the age of five, roaming the streets, eating from dumpsters. We were forced to live with 17 of our other relatives in a very small shanty. If you want to be out of poverty, then you have to deal with drugs. My friends were actually sold into prostitution. Kids dying for preventable causes. And as darkness engulfs the place, the devil takes over. My relatives would always tell me, Michelle, you are so ugly. Become nothing but a thief and a drug addict when you grow up. And those were the words that I heard from people whom I expected to love and take care of me. I watched as my 10 month old sister died in the laps of my mother. Right now, you have the opportunity to release a child from poverty in Jesus' name. If you've been through the compassion experience that's parked out back, 
uh, I love the theme of the compassion experience. It just simply says, change the story. And when you sponsor a child, you are literally changing the story, the trajectory, the destiny of their life. And so I want to be really clear here about what I'm saying and what I'm not saying as uh, we're wrapping up here today, all right? I want to be real clear about what I'm saying and what I'm not saying. I'm challenging you. I'm challenging our church. I'm challenging our church. If God is leading you, I'm challenging you to sponsor a child for $38 a month, okay? I'm challenging you to sponsor a child for $38 a month. Right out there on that table are kids from from Bolivia, from Uganda, from various places all over the world, and maybe you're the one that they're waiting on. Maybe you didn't even plan on anything this morning, but something's happening inside of you. God is on the move, and something's just going on inside of your heart. You are being drawn to this. And so if God is leading you today, I am challenging you for $38 a month to go out there, let God direct you to a child, and sponsor that child. And, and don't take one and pray about it, all right? I'm not challenging you to take a packet and to pray about it. I'm challenging you to make that commitment today because if you take a packet and pray about it, six months later you're gonna find it in your trunk or something like that, and that's not what we're talking about today. I'm challenging you to make that decision today. Now, now, maybe you're here today and $38 a month, listen, you can't do that. Maybe you're here today and God's not leading you to sponsor a child. Maybe you're here today and you're thinking, Mark, I would love to, but right now is not the right time. Here's the thing. I don't want anybody to sponsor a child today because they feel guilty, because they're convinced if they don't, they're not gonna go to heaven. No, listen, sponsoring a child does not get you into heaven, okay? Jesus and faith in him alone is what saves you, period, nothing else. But listen, I don't wanna want guilt anybody in anything because guilt will lead you to make a decision that a week later you'll drop. So listen, nobody's going to judge you today. And if you're out there and God leads you to sponsor a child and you see somebody walking by, that's, that's no big deal at all. I don't want anybody to make a decision out of guilt, shame, you feel inferior, second class spiritually, or anything like that at all. Listen, here is the only thing that should cause you to sponsor a, a child today. God is leading you to do it. Period. The only thing that should lead you to sponsor a child today is God is leading you to make that commitment. And I love what Tyler said. Maybe you're here and your family can go in on it together. Maybe you're part of a life group. Your life group can sponsor a child. Maybe uh, a couple of teenagers want to go together and they want to sponsor a kid together. But only if God is leading you, only if God is leading you do this. And if he is, if he is, I want to challenge you to take that step and walk out into that lobby in just a moment and let God direct your heart to a child that you can change the story for. Now today, all day today and tomorrow, out back of the forum is the Compassion Experience. And if you have not, how many of you have been through the Compassion Experience so far? Anybody raise your hand? Several of you have, a lot of you have not, okay? I wanna urge you, hang out and go through the Compassion Experience. It's gonna start, it's gonna open up in five minutes as soon as we're done. You need to go through that. If you've got reservations later on the day, that's great. Hey, middle school and high school students, look up here. Middle school and high school students, we're going to go through the Compassion Experience together today at 5 o'clock. Don't go to the student building today. Come out here. We're going to go through the Compassion Experience together at 5, all right? I want you to see it. It's going into another world. Don't miss this opportunity. But maybe, just maybe, God is directing your heart, tugging at your heart, saying today, I want you to take a step 
and I want you to change the story for a child. Maybe on the other side of that, you've listened to the verses and you've heard the sermon today and you're sitting there and you're thinking, you know what, I grew up in church. I know a lot about the Bible. I thought I was saved, but Mark, I'm really, I really don't see any transformation in my life. I really don't see that I've changed at all. I think I know stuff about God, but Mark, I don't think I'm a Christian. Listen, today, if you need to give your life to Jesus, I'm gonna give you an opportunity to do that right now. All right? Let's all stand together before we dismiss. Everybody stand up. Nobody's moving around or anything like that. I'm going to pray for us, and then I'm going to dismiss you, and I'd love for you to go out there in the lobby, visit the compassion table, come around back, go through the compassion experience, okay? Let's all pray together. Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for for the opportunity that's in front of us, the opportunity to change the story, to step into a kid's life, a child's life that, that maybe we'll get to meet someday in this life, but Lord willing, Father, as, as sponsorship happens, as they hear the gospel and they give their life to Christ, God, we will meet them in heaven and rejoice together. And God, I pray that you would direct a lot of people today to take this step. Might be one person, might be a family, might be a group. But God, what an opportunity to be the hands and feet of Jesus, to step in for $38 a month and change the story for someone on the other side of the world. And God, I pray right now, if there's somebody here today and they don't know if they're a Christian or not, they don't have confidence that they're saved, God, I pray they'd give their heart to you today. In fact, with every head bowed, with every eye closed, no one's looking around, okay? You're totally fine, not gonna embarrass you or anything like that. If you're here today and you wanna give your life to Jesus, I'm gonna pray a prayer, and I just invite you to pray this prayer with me today. Say, dear Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sin. Come into my life and save me. I give my life to you today for the very first time. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. I want you to be my Lord. In Jesus' name. No one is looking around. No eyes are open. If you just prayed that prayer today, I'm just gonna ask you to raise your hand right now really high so I can see it and celebrate with you. Just go ahead and do that. Raise your hand right now. If today's the day you've prayed to give your life to Jesus Christ, for the very first time, you say, today I want to be saved. I want a relationship with Jesus. Raise your hand right now, really high. There's a hand right there. Anyone else? Anyone else? Just put it up really high. God bless you. Father, we thank you for today. What an opportunity. Thank you for Compassion Sunday. I pray that, God, you'd burn this message into our hearts, this opportunity to make a difference. In Jesus' name, we love you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Someone, let's give God praise for today. Let's give God praise for this opportunity. Now, here's what we're doing. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to dismiss you if you're a first-time guest. Make sure you take your connection card out there to the lot, out there to our welcome table. Returning guests, I'd love to meet you right here for first step. But I'm going to dismiss everybody. Love for you to go out there to the compassion table and visit the compassion experience as well right now or anytime today or this evening. All right, you guys are dismissed. You can go. Compassion Table is right out there. Let's take advantage of this opportunity to release kids from poverty in Jesus' name right through those doors. Let's go. Let's move. Let's do it.